The story you are about to read is written while I'm hiding in my cellar from whoever's in my house. I've got no signal, so I can't call the police, but I hope that this text at least will clarify what have happened if, if I'm not able to. For you to be able to completely understand the situation, I will have to give some background information. I am 20 years old and I have been working as a waiter for a couple of years. The wage is okay and I managed to get a good amount of tips. I have lived in England my entire life but recently moved to a new city due to a rather bad breakup with my former boyfriend whose name is Matt. We broke up due to him having anger issues which suddenly appeared after a series of events. The new surroundings were good enough. I got a new job quickly and seemed to be settling in fine even though I didn't know that many people in the city apart from the ones I met at work. The house I managed to rent is definitely not one of the fancy kinds but it was the only thing I could find at a reasonable price on such a short notice. The house itself is not that big and consists of a main room which contains a living room with an open kitchen. There's a door to the cellar on the right side of the room and a slim hallway leading to the bedroom and toilet on the left side. The cellar is not really a big deal. It's rather small and is mainly filled up by the laundry machine and the dryer. But now, let's get to how I ended up here. About two weeks after I started on my new job, I was beginning to know the regulars at the restaurant, which made the job a bit more entertaining because you could converse easier with the people. One day a guy, who usually comes for lunch, walks up to me and asks, Hey, I know this is a bit weird, but do you know the guy who's staring at you from the street? He should be standing right behind me on the other side of the road right now. I found the question rather odd and peeked over his shoulder to see if there was anybody whom I would know, but there wasn't. Instead, what I saw on the other side of the street shook me a little. There was a guy seemingly in his mid-twenties, who was just staring at me. He wasn't big at all and seemed like he had not eaten in days. He was about 176 centimeters tall, very skinny and looked like my brother would look like after a weekend of lamb partying. I quickly looked back down to not give any response to his staring. Then the guy at the counter said, I will take the look on your face as I know. I nodded. No, I do not know the guy, but he's probably just tired and staring into the air. I doubt that, the guy at the counter said. He has been there for the past three days. Now, I don't want to scare you, but it seems like he's staring at you. I think you should tell your boss to keep an eye out for that guy. He could just be drunk or tired, but to be on the safe side, take a cab home tonight. He put some money on the counter and walked back to his lunch. I looked at the money and grabbed them without hesitation. At least it would be a good tip if I decided to walk home anyway. In the corner of my eye I could see that the guy was still standing on the other side of the road, but I didn't want to give him any sign of attention so I just kept going on with my job. After some hours I was doing the last cleaning before my shift ended. I looked outside to see if the guy was still there but I could not seem to spot him outside. I went behind the counter and said goodbye to everybody and went outside. It was not the best weather but at least it wasn't raining. 
I decided to walk back home and save the cab money, which I got earlier. The money could be my dinner some other day. I walked for about seven minutes before feeling a hand on my shoulder. I turned around and there he was. The guy from earlier was standing right behind me, but seemed in shock after I had turned. Uh, hello? He said. Now, I'm only about 165 centimeters tall and weigh about 46 kilograms, which was the reason for why I would always be extra careful when being approached by someone whom I didn't know, especially when they have been staring at me for three days. But I convinced myself to be polite to the guy. He didn't seem to be in that good shape and I reckoned that I would be safe here in the middle of the street. Hey there, uh, are you alright? I asked him with a friendly tone. He seemed even more nervous than before after my question and gave me a little confused look followed by a long period of silence. You are new around here, right? He managed to get out of his mouth, clenching his fists to stop them from shaking. Yeah, I moved to this place not that long ago, I answered. He looked around and didn't seem to know how to keep the conversation going. Then he finally said, You live just down this road, right? Now, this is where I really began to feel uneasy. I didn't really know how to respond to his question, so I just began backing off. I could tell from the looks on his face that he was beginning to panic as I stepped away from him. He stepped forward, and I turned around and bolted out of there. Just at the moment I turned, I swear that I felt a hand scraping the outside of my clothes. I got home, unlocked the door, slammed it shut, and looked out the window to see if the creep had followed me home. Fortunately, he wasn't out there. Now, many would say that it is stupid to run back to your house when you're being chased, but I was in panic and I didn't think about anything else than getting behind the locked door. I closed the curtains so that he wouldn't be able to spot me from the street. I threw myself on the couch and began watching some Netflix. After some episodes of Narcos, I shut the computer and started wondering if I was a bit too harsh on the guy. He could have just been nervous about talking to people and therefore seemed like a creep. I didn't really get that much time to think about it before I got a message on my phone. It was a text from my ex-boyfriend's sister, whom I have always been fond of. The text said, Hey Julie, I know that we haven't spoken in some time, but I feel like I need to tell you that Matt has been applied to a mental health institute. He became even more aggressive after your breakup, so therefore we seek help for him. He is diagnosed with schizophrenia. I know that this is no excuse for what he has done, but I just wanted to let you know that he's working on it. Great, I thought. Now there's two lunatics in my life. I didn't answer the text and decided to go to bed. When I woke up the next morning, it was misty outside. I normally love that kind of weather, so I went over to my window to enjoy the view of the street. But as I approached, I saw a figure standing on the other side of the road. I took a step further towards the window to get a better view and realized that it was the same guy who had approached me yesterday, 
that was standing right outside my house. I was honestly freaked out and needed to be at work in about an hour. I called one of the waiters from the restaurant and asked if he could pick me up for work today. Thankfully, he said yes and said that he would be here in about 40 minutes. Honestly, I would rather meet an hour early at work than being in a house with someone just staring in from the outside. I used time to call the police to hear if there was anything that they could do. They said that they couldn't do anything unless he actually committed a crime, but that I should call them if this continued so that they could have a talk with him. I was a little disappointed about the response from the police, but I didn't really expect that they could do anything. The guy from work finally arrived. I looked outside to see if the creep was still outside, but thankfully he wasn't. I got out, locked the door, and ran towards the car. Why in such a hurry? My co-worker asked. I uh, thought that it was cold outside and wanted to get to the car faster, I said. Not the best excuse, but it seemed to work. The whole day I didn't spot the creep at all, and I honestly felt relieved. After work, I asked if my co-worker could drive me home. It was raining and I didn't feel like getting home soaking wet. He said that he was in a hurry but could drop me off real quick. As we drove down the road leading towards my house, I looked around to see if the creep was still around. But I couldn't spot him anywhere. We got to my house and my co-worker dropped me off and drove away really quickly. The rain was beginning to get stronger so I quickly made my way towards the door while trying to locate the key in my pocket. As I approach the door I hear something from around the corner of the house. I turn my head and saw Mr. Creep sprinting around the corner towards me. I completely lost focus of everything and reached for the door handle, opened the door and locked it as fast as I could. Right after I locked the door, I hear the guy running into the door with a force I would not have thought possible for a guy of his size. He began frantically pounding on the door and screaming in a tone I never heard before. I would nearly call it screeching actually. At this point, I just stood there looking at how the hinges of the door managed to keep the door in place. Suddenly I saw his face in the window beside the door. His facial expression was like something I will never be able to describe in my life. He began hitting the window while looking at me. Blood began emerging from his hand, which he had mutilated by banging the door so hard. I screamed in panic and was about to run to my room and lock the door when he suddenly yelled, There is somebody in there with a knife! I stopped dead in my tracks as a feeling of dread swept through my body. The door was unlocked when I came back. Before I could even think the scenario through, a figure appeared from the hallway holding a knife in his hand. I screamed. The figure before me was Matt, and he was definitely not recovering. His expression was malicious and his eyes burned with hatred. I stumbled backwards and landed on my back. I couldn't move. Matt moved closer and a grin formed on his face. I was about to accept my face when suddenly the door flew open. It was the creep who had bursted into the door with a force that had destroyed the wood around the lock. Matt's grin disappeared and his face showed utter rage towards the intruder. What do you think you are? Before Matt could finish his sentence, he had been tackled by the other guy. 
I had crawled backwards and was leaning against the door to the cellar. I thought about running for the broken door, but before I could even make a move, Matt had gotten the upper hand and was coming at me. The other guy grabbed his leg and caught Matt's attention again, but Matt would still be able to reach me if I tried to make a run for it. My body went into autopilot, and before I realized what I was doing, I was locking the cellar door with my key. I stood in complete darkness and listened to what sounded like a massacre going on behind the door. Suddenly, it stopped. I'm not sure what has happened, but I'm too scared to unlock the door to figure it out. I have been sitting here for what seems like hours, and no one has come to my rescue even though the door has been rammed in. I just hope I get my connection back soon.